I'm starting it on that note. And that was some preaching right there. Yeah, we ain't going to talk about no girls on this. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We're going to put that. We're going to. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, that was a behind-the-scenes conversation y'all probably would never hear. <laughs> but I tell you what, though. Um, on one of my other shows, you will probably hear that conversation go. We, 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 I'm not even going to tell you what it's about. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Walker the Walker. Starring your man, Lou Walker, and the OG himself, OG Joe. We got a good one for you guys today. Hope you guys are listening in. Let's get to it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we you know how we start these things off. We start them off with a wellness check. How you feeling, OG? I am wonderful. Hey, man. Feeling good today. I'm feeling good today, too. It was a real trying couple weeks, but... To God still be the glory. Sunny, sunny Florida. That part. You know, it didn't get any better than this. Yeah. You know? Well, <laughs> I got to sell Florida, man. You know, man, look, look. I got to sell Florida, man. Florida has so much going for it right now. Man. You know, we just got a few hiccups in our, in our political system, you know. But once you get past, you know, all the rubbish, you know, you have a pretty good uh, society, you know, of citizens in Florida. So. You know, and I love the fact that you're you're building up the state because, as you just said, like, we are growing. Like, you know, but 2028, we're going to have a dome for the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, we, we, got, we got a lot of big things going on. They're knocking down a lot of these, uh, I'm going to call them um, abandoned areas putting apartments up, putting condos up, building subdivisions and things of that nature. And, you know, to say that, to say this, give me three reasons why you should come to Florida. Let the world know three reasons why Florida is that spot out of the other 50 states, technically. Well, well, let's compare it first to, we'll use New York. Let's talk about New York. We have, and right now we have an, a, a mass migration from the state of New York and they're selecting Florida or Texas. Right. You know, and one reason, the primary reason is taxes. Yeah. You know, you work, you know, your whole week, a month, a year, and you sort of like giving up fifty percent of your earnings in taxes. Right. You know, the standard of living is so uh, astronomically high up in New York. Yeah, in yeah. New York. So yeah. taxes is 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 one reason why um, we sell Florida so dearly. Oh yeah. Um, let's go to California. Um, cost of living, California. You know, the average citizen really can't afford California. No, nah, I think there was a study that went out. Uh, don't 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 yell at me, world, if I get it wrong. But there was a, a study that went out that said that a successful household in California needs to make 140000 a year. Minimum. Minimum. Yeah. To be know. comfortable. Yeah. So you figure you're paying, you know, at least five grand for an apartment. Unnecessarily. You know. So, so yeah. Um, they're selecting Florida. Right. They're selecting Florida over California because of, you know, the cost of living and... And I think they're looking at the population density. 
Yeah. No, I, I, the traffic out there is ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's off the chain, man. You can't go nowhere in a hurry over there, man. Nah, man. You know? Just to give you, a, give you a reason why I would choose Florida over any other state. And this kind of mind blew me when I did my research on NBA and NFL players. All right? You said Texas. I say state taxes. <laughs> well, state taxes. The too, reason yeah. the reason why I say it is because I'll look at a person that's getting signed to, like, um, let's say let's say we get a player that gets signed to the Atlanta Falcons, and then we get a player that gets signed to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and let's say that they get signed to the same contract, the same deal. Let's say this four years, two hundred eighty mil, both of them. Ultimately, the Jaguar makes more money yes because i found out that even still athlete or not you got to pay state taxes (laughs) to be in that city so if i'm a you know if i'm an atlanta falcon i got 280 million state taxes is going to take at least 10 million off of that and then federal taxes and then the federal and then the medicare and then all of the other jazz so it's like yo it don't seem lucrative to live in Georgia. <laughs> That's like, yeah, well, you know, it uh but now, but now, see, I, I, I think the plus side to living in Georgia, making that kind of uh income uh. is your cost of living. Yeah, Talk cost of living down. is, is nominal, man. You know, you can live comfortably. Right. You know, and you can still profit. Okay. You know, that 280 million, man, you probably end up with 200 and, I don't know, 260 when everything's said and done, you yeah. know, 10, That's 15% taxes. That's not even counting the, uh, the, 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 Possible endorsements if you're performing well. Oh, yeah. So yeah, they love you for that. More money on that. So, what are some, what would you say are some mitigated factors that, that, uh, Let's you decide where you're gonna live. Well, today, man, it it is, it's not even a, a factor right now, you know, because I've settled in, <laughs> you know. But but if I was if I was seeking right an environment right. or community, you know, <clears throat> as long as see communities has. To provide, it has to be something like a self-sustained. Of course. You know, in other words, I don't have to go too far, you know, for any resources. Right. You know, whether that's work or food. Right. Whether there's entertainment Mm. or pleasure, you know, just hanging out. Mm. So when you think about you know, your geographical location in the city. Right. How far do you have to travel to get to a grocery store? How far do you have to travel to a hospital, to the beach? You know, people, for me, okay. that that was prevalent. I got you. For for me. But but the millennials and, and onward, you know, it doesn't seem to be a factor. Right. You know, they just want to be somewhere. <laughs> You know, and farther away from people as they can get True. without leaving the city. You know True. what I mean? That seems to be the millennium concept. Of- I tell you what, it's not full millennium. Oh, it might be millennium, but in my position, I'm gonna chip off the old block. Yeah, because for me, when I when it, as you know, I bought my home. 
when I was buying, when I was in the process of buying my house, I was literally looking for three main things. I have to be close to the freeway. I have to be close to stores. And I have to avoid the flood zone at all costs. Okay. So I picked this location particularly because the freeway is literally right up the road. Walmart's on the other side of the freeway. And I'm in a no flood zone. But I like living close to the freeway because how, you know, how how Jacksonville's freeways are. You got 95 that does that straight thing all the way down to Miami. But then we got our 295 that do Beltway, the Beltway, yeah. So thanks to 295, I'm able to get anywhere in this city in 20 minutes. That's 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 really that's really great. But you know, one of the one of the factors, you know, that it and and, and I think it was a consideration that before the development right. of your community. Right. You know, they started to to centralize uh, things like the like the Walmart. Right. Okay, and then I think your other the towns uh, not the town center, city center. Yeah. You know. Uh, in the medical care, right? They started centralizing all of that stuff before the area actually started to, to develop. And they definitely fact, did, yeah. Because they, they got that the hospital right there on Dun- exactly. the exactly Wolfson, the Wolfson right there on Dun Avenue. But now that came from the North Siders complaints, right? You know, because before all of that development, mm. the North Siders had to travel all the way to the South Side to patronize. You know, right? Because they had literally had nothing, not even a restaurant to, you know, what they call a, um, what they called a, um, a dinner house, if you will. Okay. You know, nothing over here of that sort. Then. Not until yeah. they built the uh, River City. Yeah, you know, you know, so but now that uh, was definite. But I mean, we you got to know what you're getting into when you come into the biggest landmass in the country. Well, you got to have a preference. Yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta have preferences, and if you just haphazardly, you know, and and particularly for the young families, because one one aspect that I think you may hit on, or you might have, I didn't focus in on it but schools big time yeah schools have always been one of the preference for for young families yes you know because they want their children to have access to great education not just uh you know education but great education right you know and fortunately for florida for well for jacksonville i should say okay you know our school, our public school systems are are really coming around because for a long time they were not making the grade. Yeah, you know, so they're starting to 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 look up and, um, but then too, you know, we have a lot of private schools and then we have the I, I think they're called Catholic schools and got one uh, around the corner from my sister's house. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so so schools have been one of the driving forces to where young families decide to to uh, yeah yeah well, you know I <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy to me but I I really don't care um, one of the main things that decides where I live uh, one of those big things is what store what type of stores 
not 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 like what type of stores like is it a hardware store is it a grocery store but like what store is in that area because believe it or not not a huge fan of walmart you know i'm a, i'm old school mr win dixie that, that, that's that's my bag i don't have one out here so I got to do a little bit of traveling just to go to Winn-Dixie if I really want to go to Winn-Dixie. But if it's something minuscule and I can just go grab it real quick, I'll run to Walmart. No big deal. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not a big fan of Walmart because I put four years into that place and I don't want, I don't like them. <laughs> that's a hey, whole, we ain't going to talk about that's that a whole story. Today. That's a yeah. whole story within itself I will not have. But I look at certain areas, and and this is something that really bothers me when, it's, when you want to talk about human society is... You know, some of your 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 lacklustered areas have these these lower grade stores, such as your Dollar Generals, your Family Dollars, your Dollar Trees, you know, things of that nature. And then you got, you know, the the high valued areas. You know, they got the Aldi. They got you know, but Walmart, uh, neighborhood like neighborhood Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they got, you know, Sam's, Costco, Publix, the whole kit and caboodle. So I'm like, for me, I always feel some kind of way when I'm in an area that does not have a Publix or does not have a Costco or does not have a um, a Sam's Club. Because then I'm like, is this high value or low value? So, so, so good question. Now, hey, ask yourself this question. Okay. How close is um, the next Publix? Ooh, for, are you asking like for me for me in this particular spot? Yeah, well, anywhere on the north side, I think the the closest Publix you'll find. You got three Publixes on this side. Okay, you got one at Duval Station. Well, is that called Duval Station? Yeah, it's Duval Station Road, Duval right Station there across Road. the street from First Coast. Okay, you got the one on Alta Drive. Alta Drive. They just Alta built Alta Drive. Up. Yeah, they just built Yellow that one Bluff. Up. Yeah, Yellow Bluff, and then they got the one on Dunn Avenue. Okay, so now Dunn Avenue. Okay, that's the only one. That's been left in, quote unquote, the black community. Correct. How comes that? Uh, I know you can't. I know you don't have the answer. I don't. You know, but I would love to give my 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 intellectual thought process to it. And I would like to say the reason being is because, you know, it's no different than why other stores stay in the black community. It's because it, it's making money. You know, something about all right, so Dunn Avenue as a whole, like that is a that is a huge community, whether people notice it or not, because you got the back streets, the Bonelli's, the the uh Hearts. The Hearts, you got what's that Sam uh, Monaco, you got like there's a lot of area there's a lot of homes and a lot of apartments out there in that area where that Publix is just maximizing because the que- the same question you asked me about where is there another Publix, that's what they're going to ask them. So, where is the next Publix? Oh, damn, that's too far. No, yeah, we, we just yeah. going to go to this one. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now let me ask you something. And now this, I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm not trying to discredit any kind of company whatsoever. But do you believe that black communities receive subpar quality uh, items and products. Than inferior. The, inferior yes, inferior products. products. Not 
Not, no, I, you know, I, I talk with, <laughs> funny that you bring this up because I had a conversation with a family member about, well, back in May. Okay. And he tend to believe that his community in Massachusetts okay. uh, receive that kind of inferior products in his community. Okay. Inferior to none. Okay. You know, inferior products to no products. In other words, he thinks that his community get all of this sugary products for the, the watered down stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and so but uh, on a whole I, I don't because you know I'm in all these stores. Of course. And no, no, we do not get inferior products. You know, and in and, and today um what I was considering inferior products or what we used to call back in the days generic brands. <laughs> yeah. You know, um we found all those uh items in uh in the Aldi's. Yeah. You know, um your leading uh supermarkets, your national name supermarkets, mm-hmm. you know, they have the national leading brands of product. Okay. And they're by no means like, you know, you're talking Del Monte's, you're talking um, Le Chour, uh, you know, and you got three hunts, you know, you got three rings of ranges of product. Right. In terms of price. Right. You know, and it's not that the, the quality is any better or, or, or any less it's just that company A can package their products less than company B, less than company C. Right. You know, see, so it depends on how you as an individual company want to attack the market. Right. See, because in America, man, we're we're so fixed on brand. We are. We are. It's almost an addiction. It's like brand drives quality. Brand doesn't drive quality. Right. Quality drives quality. Right. You know. So when you when you when you start thinking in terms of food, especially, when you start thinking in terms of food, you know, you look at. House brand. Let's let's think about bread for an instance. Okay. House brand bread. Okay. You know, as opposed to your top shelf brand like flowers. Okay. You know, and then on the flowers you may have a Merida brand. Right. You know, and then on the bottom shelf you'll have your house brand. Right. So does that mean that the quality of these products are substantially different? Or does that mean the pricing of these products are substantially different. Right. You know, price is definitely you, you know what I mean? So if we 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 look at it as, you know, we're driven by by brand. Okay. You know. Okay. So now you you said you settled in. You're settled in to Jacksonville. You you're locked in, no 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 worries, no no hiccups, no nothing, right? Same same community since 89. There you go. Well, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> now you, we, we're speaking on reasons to come to, to Jacksonville. We have three different colleges. And getting a third one. 
No, we have three. I mean, and getting a fourth one. Who's the Who's the fourth that we? We getting uh, Florida State. Oh, FSCJ, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Florida State's coming. Yeah. Oh, they're really? Building, they're gonna build a campus here in Jacksonville. Oh, that's nice. That's the shout yeah. out to Florida State for that one. Yeah, bring 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 more bring more down. We need more people. <laughs> but um, do you feel like our college our college our college's educational uh, standpoints are 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 lucrative? Adequate, adequate. Yeah. Right. I listen, man. Here's the thing about education. Any education is is good okay it's good see so what what drives the difference between um, a state college and your Ivy League college mm, would that be just kind of track records that would be just dollars dollars you see because when you think about and, and let's 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 think in terms of economics okay you take an economics class in a state college. Okay. Okay. So if you go for a degree at a state college, now you can get a degree for ten grand. Right. You know. In the state college. Right. You go to an Ivy League to take that same economic degree, it's gonna cost you ten million dollars. You know, exaggerating yeah. the figure, you know, the cost. Right. So but can you teach me any more in economics 101 than, you know, you give me King's End principles on economics 101, it's going to be taught the same thing in an yeah, Ivy League. I get you. I you know, you. see, so so what are we paying for at the Ivy League? We're paying for the prestige of the school. That part. You know. Now, now, what what would you what would you think would be the classifications or the qualifications that makes a school differentiate between being public and, and private? Because you know we got UNF, it's a public public college, and you know, but then you got JU, which is a private college. You know, what would you think kind of makes that difference between a a public college and a private? It's a, it's a, it's a fancy. They uh, they receive. Just so it's it's all about just yeah the yeah line because factor. when you think when you think a private, you know you got investors right you know and so you paying, uh, you charging enough to your students because you got to give a share of your earnings to your investors right. On the other hand, you take um, public school if you will college they don't have investors i get that you know they receive you know grants and and uh, from the government right you know many of them they don't have to pay back right you know but nevertheless they charge your a nice what they call that pretty penny to attend the universities of course you know um in fact when i went to um Jones College. Okay. Um, Jones College was uh, a private school, just like JU. Right. Okay. But my degree uh, cost more at Jones College. Okay. okay. Than I would have paid at at JU. Ooh. Okay. You know. So, um, but that's a whole nother topic, man. Because gotcha. you know, um, the the. Classroom structure is what 
sold me to to Jones College. You know, you got um, maximum class load is like between 10 and 15 students in the class. You think that's a better class versus a class of 50? A class of 20 or more, yes, because that's going to give you enough time in to debate issues, to discuss issues. You know, when you got, you know, just, you know, 30 or more in the classroom, it's just you know, you got 55 minutes to lecture. It is whatever. Go figure, you know. Whatever the professors say. Yeah, you know. No arguments. I get that. I get that. Well, I've always been a big fan of smaller classrooms just for the attention. You know, if I if I'm if I'm struggling somewhere, my professor is not going to know if he has you know fifty fifty people this class, fifty people that class, fifty 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 people the third class, hundred fifty people. You ain't going to be worried about me struggling. But if you're in a class, uh, if you if you do five classes of ten. You know, anybody can keep tabs of 50 people. Hey, look, I seen your I seen your test. You know, you had a D on it. You got any problems? You got anything mm-hmm. work? You know what I'm saying? Like that type of that type of thing actually, in my opinion, helps push the the, the college students as well as just high school, middle school, elementary school. It just is always gonna push you to do great things whenever you got somebody that cares enough about your education to push you to that next level. Yeah. I, I and I experienced something like that in a Tacoma community college right oh okay um class size was probably about 15 students and so what the professor did he took we had four students with d's okay we had four or five students that with the a's and then of course you got you're in the Three or four with the with the B's. Okay. B's and C's. So what he did is he took the B, all the B students, and he took his four D students, and he gave each B student a, a D student. Okay. And what he did is he had the B student to select one of the topics of where – the D students failed on the test. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he set up had had the B student to set up questions. Set up questions, and work with the D students on that topic. Gotcha. You know, so this was in our psychology class, and I tell you, I I can't. I, we have to spend some more time because it's something about your brain mm-hmm. and the processing of information and the retrieving of information. It's just phenomenal when you um, when you start focusing in on all of the dendrites that are and the schemers that are developing in the brain when you learn new stuff. Right. You know, and it just sparks a whole. It's like. Fourth of July, man, on the fireworks, <laughs> you know. But at any rate, yeah. So you know, you people, you know, in America, we we've always chased brand. Yeah. You know, I, I was looking at these guys paying twenty five thousand dollars for a purse. <laughs> you know, and it, the celebrities paying a million for the Birkin. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it, just because you got the money. Right. You know, and, and that se- separates the have and the have nots. Yeah. yeah. You know. 
like, my goodness, is it really quality? But, I mean, brands just consume the entire community. And it's not even just to say the, the like, the, the just Florida, but just across the world, just the black community, the white community, whatever. Like, if it's not, if it doesn't cost in the hundreds, it's not worth buying. I've heard that. Well, yeah. From from quite a few from quite a few people, and I'm looking at them like, okay, um, I don't agree with that. Let's take it to sneakers. Okay, Jordan has the the highest brand of sneakers being sold. Okay, cool. Them New Balances are comfortable as hell, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. And then, as you said earlier, it's about quality. Now I've now granted I am a fiend for sneakers. I love Jordans, I love Nikes, I love all of the brands per se. However, the most comfortable shoes are the shoes that are the least expensive. Like my most comfortable sneakers are my Reeboks. I've never had a more comfortable shoe than a Reebok versus, you know, actually performing work in Jordans. Play basketball in Jordans, oh you're gonna tear your feet up. Mm. Unless unless you have that that Jordan shoe that's built for concrete, which not too many of his shoes are like that. Yeah. But Nike, however, has plenty of street shoes that are built for that concrete that are, that will be much more comfortable, much more, you know, easy to maneuver, things of that nature. But everybody is so stuck on Jordan. Jordan, 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 Jordan. Because that's that's all we hear about. That's all you that's all you see whenever you're talking about great shoes. Jordans are the ones that always pop up. Now that's just my generation. Because I mean your generation, y'all probably argue Stacey Adams over, you know, over the um, the the what are they called? What are they called? Uh Stacey Adams. Cohans. Cohans or Murphy's. Oh, the Murphy's, yeah. Johnson Murphy's. You know. But you know, I've never been a Stacey Adams guy. Really? No, man. I always I, felt like I always felt like Stacy Adams was like for your pimps. Well, Stacy Adams, I you know it's something about them that just doesn't don't suit my fancy. I get you know? that. Um, now, when 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 I was a young man, I mean young man, you know, fifteen years old. Okay. You know, Stacy Adams is the hottest shoe on the market. Okay. You know, but. Um, Nah, I, if you if, if I had a pair of Stacy Adams, someone gave them to me. I get that. You know, I I never bought. Now I've seen, I've seen some Stacys for like seven hundred and fifty bucks. That's an expensive pair in Stacy line. Yeah. You know, they were like Crocs, I think, either Crocodile or Ostrich, uh, something like that. You know. Okay, not bad. Yeah, but. Nah, I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a Stacey Adams guy, man. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not a high fashion guy. <laughs> like I like. I like Jordans and everything, but you no, know, like the mink coats, the Stacey Adams crocodile snakeskin type steppers. You know those type of those type of things. They don't excite me like they used to anymore. And I don't know if that just comes with age or becoming a parent or whatever the case. But it just. They just don't. They don't. I don't see the importance of dress shoes. Of dress shoes, the the the, the mean coats, the Louis Vuitton belts that all the men die to buy. Like I, I don't, I don't. You don't, you don't get the fashion. I, I, 
and I used to be for fashion. I used to, fashion used to be a big thing for me. I used to, it used to matter what I wore, you know, because you know when you step out the door, you're a representation of whatever door you just stepped out of, you know. So you know when I step out, I want you to know me as the guy that is always dressed well. He's always prompt. He's always ready to work. You know, I, those type of reputations I like them to have. You know, so the idea of, you know, as I'm getting older, the idea of just going out there and spending $5,000 on a mink coat just doesn't seem uh, too, too, too exciting for me. Or <laughs> like, I, I don't Well, you, you know, and, and it's something about, it's something about, um, you know, standards of living. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times today, particularly, I noticed that a lot of, High earners downplay fashion. Yeah, you know you you, because we place so much emphasis on the Jordans or the athletic look altogether. Right. You know the sweatsuits. Yeah. You know, and and so that has become an upper echelon appearance. Yeah. You know, I've seen. What's his name? Fox. Yeah, I've seen Jamie Foxx sporting a, a white uh, jogging suit, mm-hmm. you know. And, and these is a, he's in a, a classic place, man, you know. So everybody tried to downplay fashion. Now, when they have uh, the Emmys and the Globes and, you know, they go to these big awards. Yeah. You know, they tuxedo down. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But any other occasion, you know, in 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 the, in the common folks, if you will, you know, we do that too. I don't think so. We do that. We, here's how we do it. Talk to me. You get ready to go out on the town with your girl. You put on your, you know, nice pair of Jordans, your best um, uh, pair of slacks. Well, not no, no. I'm I'm still in the sweatsuit. Oh, okay. You know, okay. you you put on your nicest sweatsuit. Okay. You know, and you may go to, um, I know Chris Ruth. Uh, Ruth you Ruth. know, yeah. yeah. You may go to, <laughs> you know, one of these nice restaurants. Right. You know, but you're comfortable. You got dollars. Yeah. And you downplay fashion. And that's a pattern that I'm seeing way too frequent that scares me. Why? Why is it scare? Because you look at We your, dress up to go to church. No, I dress, believe it or not, I dress down to go in that place. I know. Most most <laughs> and, and that's why I say we dress up to go to church. Put on, I put on some damn t- I put on t shirts, some damn shorts and walk into church. I'm but coming you can. In, you I'm can. coming in there for the word. I ain't coming up there to talk to y'all. <laughs> and you can. I, I see it I I see it a lot. Yeah. You know. However, now, if it's like one of those, oh, it's the church's 50th annual or, you know, the 25th annual or some mess like that, then, yeah, I'll put my suit on, you know. But outside of that, if I'm going to church, I need a word. I mean, that collection plate doesn't care what I'm wearing. If I want to put my money in it, I'm going to put my money in it. Like, but see, but see, yeah, and, and, and you're right, but, but see. But what I was trying to say as far as what scares me, is the fact that when you look at celebrities, how you say they downplay fashion. You look at uh, I seen a picture, and I'm not trying to name drop, but I seen a, I seen a picture of Adam Sandler. He's like one of your most wealthier actors out there. Mm-hmm. 
man walks around in a damn sweatshirt and some shorts and some sketchers, like something really low grade. And living in a mansion. You know what I'm saying? Living in a mansion. Meanwhile, between while, we got our community literally wearing the flyest of fly, living with mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it scares me that fashion, it, it took such a permanent pedestal type sitting to our lives when we don't even have the bread yet. Well, see... That that hey look that's a that's where that that cliche come in fake it till you make it ah yeah you know like but but you see with with blacks okay our black people you know bless their hearts God has done a lot for us yeah yes but you see it, it dates way back man you know you didn't go to church you know for a gentleman without being in a suit. That's true. And the women didn't go to church without wearing a hat. That's Sunday's hat. You know what I'm saying? So okay. Sunday was the dress that dress up day. That's that's how black people always rolled, man. And it didn't matter whether they were earning twenty five thousand dollars a year or ten thousand dollars a year. That's back in the days right. income levels. Average income. You know, yeah. You know, see so we fast forward to today, you got them old girls still wearing them hats to church. Show this. You got them your old gents still going to church with the suits. With the hat, with the feather. You know what I'm saying? So it's been a, um, uh, for the most part, it has been a cultural impact. Yeah. You know, for, 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 I want to, I want to stop calling us African Americans. I'm trying to decide at what point are we just actually Americans, you know, black Americans. We'll because we, because Africa don't, only Johannesburg, was it Johannesburg? No, Guinea. Was it Gettys? Gettys? No, it was um, Ghana. 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 Ghana? Yeah, Ghana. Ghana is or Uganda? Uh-uh, Ghana. Okay. It's the only country that's actually said, hey, y'all, come on back home. Okay. You know, talking about black Americans. Right. You know, that have never really lived in Africa. Right. You know, but roots are there. Right. You know, so, well, that's for another whole time. But at any rate, you know, so American, African Americans, I just hate saying that. Yeah. But African Americans have always found Sunday to be the dress-up day. Yeah. You know, and it's been... It's been going on for generations and generations, man. Not to not to throw this off topic, but why do you think that it's such a trigger to just call us black people? Well, you you, you know, Joe, back in not so long ago, and I, and I probably go back to maybe the eighties. Okay. Maybe. Educate me, OG. Maybe, maybe the seventies, but you know, when American African Americans was building, or as we are still, right? You know, in identifying um, with something, because right. we couldn't we couldn't identify with Africa, 
Right. You know, because for the most part, they couldn't even phantom what Africa was like. Gotcha. You know, we always hear about the primitive tribes, you know, and um, all the heinous stuff that goes on there. But we we literally had lost our identity. Right. You know, here in America as blacks. You know, so we tried to cling on to being African-American because of the way that we're being treated in America. Yeah. You know, we weren't really accepted, and we still haven't been totally accepted. So now, as an American, we come together and we say, hey, guess what? They don't want to accept us, but we're here together. So we built this country. And we, by God, are going to put a seal of approval and a stamp on being part of this country. True. You know, so whether they want to accept us or not, mm-hmm. you know, we don't really have to identify as African-Americans, you know, because if the truth be told, many of your African people don't like black Americans. No, they really don't. Some you of know, them don't. Yeah, You're you right. know, so so what's the point of trying to identify with a motherland, you know, when the motherland is really turning the backs on us and selling out to China and Russia. And then truly mad at us because of a lifestyle that we weren't exposed to. You know, when we came into, you know, millennials, you, you said about up to the 80s, you know, when you're talking about us, you know, we weren't, we have no recollections or any experiences of, of segregation. We have absolutely no idea what Africa was like. We never had to ride on a, on a ship to get here. You know, none of those mitigated factors that would make us African-American. So to me, I'm just like, okay, well, what's wrong? Now, I can understand people getting triggered by the term colored folk. But, you know, just, you know, black people. I, I don't I don't understand how that is a a trigger warning. It was a derogatory. It was it was derogatory. It was derogatory yeah, in the in the seventies and in, in part of the uh, well, to the mid eighties. Mm. You know, and then that's when the federal government decided to to change it from black because somebody call you black. Uh, you know, those were almost fighting. That was a oh, fighting okay. word. Somebody call you black. I would have figured know. that N word would have been that. Well, it was that too. Okay. You know, um, because you know the white guy would say, "With your black ass." Excuse my excuse my no, language. You know, and 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 the way they said it had such a negative connotation. Right. You know, as as saying the N word. Right. You know. So the government said, hey, look, we're going to squash that. You know, we're going to take and make you all African-Americans. I get that. And I know that the the whole name came structured because at the time of calling us African-Americans, it was a few of us that came from Africa. So it made made the sense. But then my argument to that is if you're going to call us african americans can we call y'all european americans because y'all That's sure, exactly what they are you're sure as hell that you weren't born here like <laughs> you're not you're not indian american you know what i'm saying like <laughs> you know american indians you know we call them 
American Indians or Native Americans, you know, whatever the case. But Native Americans, like, but you know, do they? I wonder now that that opens up a whole avenue for me. Like, do they get offended when we call them white? Like, is that so? Is that like a trigger for them? Like, it was a trigger when for I'm a tr- and it might be, but 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 usually when I'm uh, conversing with uh, an American white guy, right. a gal, you know, and I get ready to reference, you know, one, you know, I always go Caucasian. Right. You know. But see, they have a politically correct term. We don't. Like, African American to me is not politically correct. No, it isn't. You know, so we don't have, like, you can't call us colored because. We're Americans. You know what I'm saying? We're all Americans in my No, we're, 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 if you want to say black American, fine. American black or. Black but, Americans, yeah, white Yeah, you Americans. know, but, but see, my, my question has always been the same. Which is? At what generation level, at which generation would it be politically correct to drop Africa from being african-american so we'll just be Amer- americans that's a good question yeah. and that's a question i'm going to uh do my research on because yeah, man. i really want to know because at the end of the day you know how you said that we we still deal with some sort of hatred towards us you know in this country yeah. and things of that nature but resent yeah resentments and, and things of that nature now i've always asked the questions of are you mad at us you mad at yourself because at the end of the day, I don't, I don't, I really hate having these topics because it makes it seem like I'm, I'm, I'm being either narcissistic or, or, or racist. But it's like at the end of the day, you know, facts are facts. We structured this country. So this is the conversation. This is the conversation that we 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 need to have, in in a lack of. And a lack of having this this kind of conversation uh, seems to um, produce more more stress in the society. It, it sort of extends because here's here's what here's what you're seeing with your governor. Okay. So he's finding to be an embarrassment at the way the Caucasians treated black Americans or perhaps African Americans. So he's embarrassed. Yeah, he's embarrassed by the fact. That's why he don't want it taught in the schools. But then then which governor or which senator or who is the one that thought that it was a good idea to sit there and say that slavery was actually... That was your governor. So why would if you're if you're embarrassed by he tried to put a he tried to put a positive twist on it ain't no positive twist I know you it whipping isn't. us like that. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no positive twist on it. I'm whooping you so you be better like you're what? a monster I like no there's no such thing as oh no we benefited off of slavery no we did not the true benefit since since everybody wants to make this whole country built on monetary gain. 
We did not benefit from slavery. We invented most of what we use today and did not get paid for it. What happened to the 40, 40 acres and a mule? Hey, listen, I ain't even looking for you. No, I'm just saying. But no, you yeah, know. we never you're, got that. We never got. I mean, hell, we didn't ever, We never got that damn wall. <laughs> <laughs> we never got the wall. Like, come on. Like, this whole world, like, this whole country is just built on just, like, forward progress with no no immediate action. And I'm not saying, and I say that to say that it's not to say that, you know, we don't take action in what we're talking about. No, we take action in what we're talking about. But the problem is, is it takes a whole nother term or a whole new president to get it done. I think, though, I think, though, we look, we look to the wrong we look to the wrong elements for for retribution in this in this thing. So here's here's what I've just noticed this happening right now. Okay. So when the Jaguars was, you know, shout out to the Jags. Yeah, when they when they start deciding on this uh stadium of the future. Right. They have 14 community meetings. Okay. To discuss that new stadium. Right. When Mayor Deegan took office, and she's still in the process of having community meetings in all different locations of the, of the city. Right. To discuss community issues. Right. Why aren't we doing that with blacks and whites? Hmm. Why are we not having these community meetings with blacks and whites? Let's let's talk about. See, we need to talk about this stuff face to face. We do. So when you go home at night, you don't have to have this behind the door conversation with the wife and your children. Right. You know, let's come together. Let's talk about it. What's the problem? What? Why do you not like me? What did I do? That you? part. And I've and I've been asking that question just all this weekend. From um, just just the the, the the mass shooting that just occurred, like I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm just like all day long. But yeah, I've been I've been asking the question of you know why why does racism still exist if you know all of the past issues are of the past as, as everyone would eloquently put it. Like why are we still dealing with the mass shootings today? Why are we dealing with you know this this unjustly actions towards us if there's no beef you know what i mean well you know and that's what i was just making reference to look we right. need to we need to come together we let's have some community forums right let's you know let's take it no let's take it all around the city just like they did with the coming of the, the stadium of the future okay. and the new mayor. Right. You know, let's go into these communities and say, hey, it's a black and white thing, or if Hispanics want to come, that's fine. We're going to have a black and white forum. Right. Let's talk. Let's talk dirty. Let's get down. To, yeah. Let's get yeah, down. Let's talk dirty. Yeah. Why are we having these, these disagreements and these hard feelings toward one another more so you all toward us right because you know? i mean if you really pay attention to it we're not worried about y'all 
<laughs> we we trying really to not. We trying to do our own thing. Man. And we like to be able to coexist with you. Yeah. But you know, the butt kissing days went They're out. They're dead. Yeah, they yeah. went out a long time ago. Exactly. You but know, so uh, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one, though, man. Like we 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 definitely need to just rip the bandaid off and just kind of sit with each other and just go, "Hey, yo, what's your problem? Yeah. Why you? Oh, I don't like y'all because of the way y'all sag y'all pants, or the fact that y'all use very <coughs> vulgar accents or very vulgar vocabulary, or you know the slang y'all use. It just it doesn't represent a man's man to me. Like if that's the case, then let's put that on the table. You know, or or if you're mad for whatever reason, for whatever other reason that you could possibly be upset, you know, put it on the table. Let us figure it out. Because as far as we know, y'all mad for no reason. <laughs> well, well, I, well, I can think of I can think of, you know, a basket full of reasons why. You know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, your basket will probably be still somewhat of a perception based on what they're gonna actually tell us. Like, I really want to know. Like, I'm curious yeah. about that. Yeah, the gentleman, gentleman, set up there. The gentleman here uh, yesterday. He his whole intent was to go into Edward Waters College and do his do his dirty deed there. Edward Waters University now. Right. Oh, Edward Waters University. Yeah. Shout out to Edward Waters. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got EWU, that <laughs> EWC no more. <laughs> but um yeah, he tried to he tried to make his interest into there and you know, they gave him they gave the alert, shut the school down. So because you couldn't do what you wanted to do at the university, you went into the nearest dollar general. And decided to let off your frustrations there. But you're not telling us why. Like you told, you told the, uh, what is the sheriff's name? T.K. Waters. You told T.K. Waters that you, you were literally shooting them because they were black. But you're not telling us why you want to shoot us. What's the issue? Did we steal your girlfriend? Did we... Did we take a job from you? Like, what is it that we're doing that is upsetting y'all to the core? That's you remember that? Know. You remember that last part we had when they talked about the the characteristics or the classes of of the violence that we experience, right? You know. And do you recall me saying that every time we had a mass shooting? When defense attorney come uh, to defend his, his uh, client, his client, right. they always allude to the fact that he had some mental mental issue. Yeah, complete you know, insanity. You know what I'm saying? So, so here's what that is what we're seeing. These guys that are you know we can even shoot you and kill black people because they black. Something is wrong with them already. True enough. You know, that's that's a mental disturbance there. But, you know. As I, as we were speaking on before this episode kicked off, would that be a double standard if we shot whites just because they're whites? They're not going to tell us that it's a mental issue. They're going to tell us that it was just criminal intent. Well, they can call it what they want, you know, but when you when you look behind the mind, when you look inside the brain, when okay. you look when you... When you look at these behavioral patterns on a on a um, physiological level, okay, okay, I'm here. 
there's a mental disturbance there, and it has a molecular um, pattern. Right. You know, with the brain, man, and something is wrong with these people, particularly a guy that says, oh, I just wanted to kill some black people because they black. Okay. You know, that's like a guy saying, you know, I'm going to go hunting and kill me a deer because it's I want to kill a deer. Right. You know, nothing wrong with him, is it? Not, not at all. But if I just want to kill a black man because he's black, something inhumane about that that makes him sick. Right. You see, so... We just need to talk, I, and, and that's not going to stop the mass shootings. There's not going to do anything to it, but at least we'll have eye-level conversations with some of our adversaries, mm. you know, and make it a little bit easier for your community to, to thrive, Right. you know. So, But this is nothing going to solve. It's not going to solve any issues. It's just going to... And see, one of the one of the reasons why many of your professionals uh, conclude the the uh, the resistance between black and white is they allege that they don't know us. Okay. You know, if you don't know it's us, val- I mean, it's valid. Yeah. Well, but guess what? Have you made any efforts to know? But who's who's. <laughs> In a country full of shy and and, 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 and weird people, ain't nobody going to really go out there look, and Look, man, look, man. Black and white have been together since 1700s, 1800s, True man. Enough. You know, the presidents have black children, you know? Yeah. And so, I, look, man, you know, it's just nonsense, stupidity, you know? Nonsense, stupidity. Ladies and gentlemen, we are nowhere near the term racist. Have y'all know right now, so that y'all don't take this to the next level, my wife is white. Or half white. (laughs) But, um, very, very, very valid point coming from OG. Sometimes we just need to sit down and we need to have the discussion. Clarity. We'll make this we'll make this whole transition in this world a whole lot better. Would you agree, OG? I agree wholeheartedly because it's so much easier to talk about this thing openly. A whole lot break. better to do it openly than to keep it behind closed doors. Right. And this is not just a racial thing, this is life thing. You got somebody. You got somebody that's, that's rubbing you the wrong way. Somebody that's upset you in some sort of form or fashion. Talk to them. We we'll always be the type of people to tell you that communication is key. And when I say type of people, I mean myself and OG Joe. We are the type of people that tell you that communication is key. We would rather you talk it out and have the clarity than to sit there and have uh, your your own conundrum of a th- uh, or, or, or what's the convoluted thought that we hate you for a certain reason. At least come get the answer. We all like to send our prayers and our our best wishes, our condolences out to those that lost their lives to the mass shooting uh that that took that took place. We would like to give big ups to the Jaguars for being undefeated in preseason for the first time since 1997. 
Anything else you would like to leave off with, OG? Hey, it's all done and said, man. All right, all right. Y'all be blessed out there, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is just a freestyle. Tune in next week when we try to close out the gun violence conversation. Y'all be blessed out there. Oh, yeah, man.